0: hey guys aloha i am vagabond and i rarely know what i'm going to talk about let's figure it out right now now my guess is that uh is that most of you come because you want to hear about uh travel and the and the place that i am beautiful hawaii um so i talk about that sometimes but there's other things i want to talk about too and and honestly i don't know quite yet who my listeners are? I haven't really gotten to know you yet. I mean, there's not many of you. Uh, hopefully, there will be in the future. So I'm just going to talk. I've been doing a couple of interesting things lately. Uh, the first is that I've been uh, I've been running more. Um, which is great and feels good. It's difficult to make myself do, but I know it's good for me and I'm trying to think in terms of high time preference, uh, thinking thinking in terms of the future as opposed to right now when it doesn't feel good and the future when I'll feel better because I'm not overweight, things like that. So that's high time preference. And then low time preference is when you are thinking about right now or maybe it's the other way around. Anyway, I'm trying to think about the future right now. Uh, and when I'm running, I'm listening Primarily to this podcast called The Knowledge Pro- uh, Project by Furnham Street Blog, um, a guy named Shane Parrish. It's absolutely brilliant. Like uh, He's got all of these like world thought leaders on there, uh, people who've written uh, amazing books and have accomplished amazing things. And he's just talking about what's made their lives successful and what's worked for them. And it's just so good. If you guys have not listened to that podcast, The Knowledge Project, I highly recommend it. So... So I'm listening to all these, like, they're not really motivational speakers, but they're, they're motivating nonetheless. Um, and, and I realized that, you know, my job wasn't really bringing me a lot of satisfaction. Now, I'm a tour guide. I enjoy being a tour guide. But the, the downside is I'm a contractor, so I don't really get any benefits. Um, my pay is not that great. Uh, the tips sometimes are good, sometimes they're not. People cancel because of things like hurricanes and volcanoes. And when I look at the future, I don't really see any upward mobility there. I just see downward mobility. So listening to these podcasts and uh, looking at my uh, my own current life and thinking about the future, I decided I needed to do something. So I revamped my resume. And I applied to a bunch of jobs. And um, and at the same time, I suggested to my boss that it would be a good time to give me a raise because I deserve it. Um, he didn't seem like he was going to do it. So I went ahead and just started applying to all these jobs. And uh, and then I had a meeting with my boss, and uh, he actually gave me the raise. He appreciates me and, and likes the work that I do, and um, and I appreciate him. So, But I'd already sent out all these resumes, so... I started getting offers for interviews, and I just decided that I would take them, that it would be helpful, it would be uh, beneficial to me to go to these interviews, to see what's out there. Maybe I would find something that uh, will provide a better future for me and for my family. And if nothing else, it'll uh, help me to get over my own anxiety and to sort of understand what's being offered and where I should be, and things like that. So the first interview that I took uh, was an online interview. Uh, even though we're in the same town, the guy wanted to just meet uh, via via the internet. And so we, we met um, and things went pretty good. And the job I was applying to looked like a, a startup company with a, what I considered to be a pretty bright future. A pretty good idea. An idea that actually I had thought about uh, several years earlier. And I discovered this company when I was seeing if my idea was feasible. So I saw that it was. But they seemed like a small company not doing much when i saw the ad that they were advertising for someone uh to write and to provide tours not to provide tours but to basically um do do the writing for for their their project i said hey this is cool i want in on that um and so i revamped my resume a little bit i applied i like did the first interview things went really good i went into the uh, went into the interview, you know, and I'd, I'd done my research on things like, uh, glass door which tells you kind of what to expect for certain, certain positions. And the position that I was looking at well, p- generally pays right around $110,000, which is a lot more than I make currently. Uh, so, and also in Hawaii, I understand we have that, what I've talked about in the past, a like 20%, uh, quality of life tax. So I knew off the bat that the the $105,000 just wasn't going to happen. So I decided to go in there and, and, you know, with the idea in my head of about $80,000, which would still be a pretty significant pay increase for me, but the work would also be increasing went in there, things went really good. And, and it, I realized as we were talking, and so he's explaining all these projects and these possibilities and these things that, that um, it's gonna be possible for me to do and, um, and how I can benefit the company and how the company will benefit me. And what I realized was that everything he was describing wasn't the job that I had applied for. It was more like things in a sales position. And then, uh, so, I, so I started asking about money and sort of brought, brought us in that direction. And, uh, turns out they don't really have any money. <laughs> They'd already hired somebody for the job that they were, I thought, interviewing me for. Um, so he's offering me all this stuff and he's telling me these like projects that I can do that I can uh, basically build as a partnership with them and I can share in the revenue Um, and I'm asking what they're going to be doing on those projects and it it turns out not much. So they're just basically asking me to build brand new revenue streams for them and then share the profits. And uh, while I like the company, I admire what the guy's doing, um, You know, I've actually wanted to do that myself for some time hell to the no. That is not going to happen. So so he asked me, you know, what it would take to get me involved. And I gave him a number which was significantly lower than the number that I'd gone in with. Um, Ended up being right around $50,000 a year. So about half of what I'd gone in with. Um, And the guy looks at me and he like pulls out his phone and does a little calculation. He's like, boy, that's a really high hourly wage. And I was like, well, I wasn't really applying for an hourly job. Um, This is the type of job that you don't really set down when you go home. You're doing it all the time. I mean, you got to be involved in this. But we were at that point, I knew that the interview was pretty much over and we had come to an impasse. So, uh, you know, we got up, shook hands, made nice, awkward walk to the elevator. And um, and that was that was that. So that was one interview. The next interview uh, went kind of interesting as well. Um, the, the guy basically just wanted someone to work for him for free. <laughs> like there's, there's a lot of possibilities in the future, but essentially I'm looking for someone that can do this, 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 and this, and can do this, uh, and do this part without getting paid. Uh, because in the future there's, you're going to build lots of great resume. And I'm like, you know what, dude, I'm 46 years old. I don't need to build my resume, even though my resume obviously kind of sucks. Um, I have a family, and I'm I'm not taking someone's grunt work and doing it for free so that I can, you know, make your business better and have a better resume when I'm 50. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> so that was number two. And by this point, you know, I, I've already met with my boss. He's given me uh, the raise that I asked for. Everything's copacetic there. And I've... Become so sort of like incensed by the idea of people asking me to like build brand new products for them uh, as revenue streams that originally I had thought of actually before I even knew these companies existed that I said you know what I need to just fucking do this so now I've engaged on this on this journey of founding a company and starting a company still working with the, the boss who respects me and like gave me the raise I asked for but at the same time I'm uh, I'm recruiting. Uh, programmers and coders and getting bids and trying to build this application that that I think is going to be pretty cool. And it's also going to be in a way that's not going to screw a lot of people like the application that I I interviewed for is potentially doing. So trying not to get specific on that. So anyway, that, that was a good kick in the butt. And then finally, yesterday, I went to another job interview because I'm finding these things are, are beneficial to me in terms of like how I present myself. Uh, I'm finding that my clothes don't fit me quite the way they used to. Thankfully they're a little bit bigger, uh, than they need to be. And that, um, that my, my appearance is not necessarily what I want it to be. And at the same time, I'm, I'm also getting practice answering these sort of like questions like, uh, you know, what would your friends say are the best qualities about you? and And what would your friends say is your like weakness? And, things like that. So that's all very interesting. So anyway, yesterday I go into this interview and it's for a job that, <clears throat> pardon me, I'd, I'd pretty much already determined that this job was not going to work, that it wouldn't really be for me. Cause I'd looked at Glassdoor and I'd looked at the wages and, and what it came out to was essentially like a wage cut from what I already make. Um, But I thought, I'll go to the interview and talk with the guy. So I go to the interview and the guy is basically like telling me all of these like terrible things about the job, right? And uh, at one point I'm like, I'm like, do you have any questions for me? And and the guy actually says, no, man, I'm actually trying to scare you off because I don't, you know, I don't want somebody to come in here and not realize that this is not not the job that they were applying for. So I'm telling you every bad thing about this job. Now, here's the funny thing. All the bad things that he was explaining about this job – they kind of all sounded like positives to me. (laughs) So, so I'm, I'm telling them, I go, Hey, I'm really interested at this point. And, uh, and how does this process work? I mean, when are you hiring? And told him that I needed to give, you know, adequate notice to my boss if I did accept this job and I needed to like, think about the realities of it. And he got this surprised look on his face. He's like, well, good. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, And, you know, I'd gotten there a little bit early and his receptionist had like sent me down to get a cup of coffee. So I'm in the interview, I've got a cup of coffee, I'm drinking it. And, uh, this interview went, I think pretty well. And he said, look, we're going to do a second interview. We've got some more primary interviews to do. Um, if you want to be called back, I'll put you on the list and we'll see, um, if that works. And, and at this point I'm thinking like, God, I really want to be called back for this job. Um, and the more I think about it, the more I realize like, yeah, I do, um, so so I was in that position, and then as I'm leaving, I, uh, I knocked over my coffee on his desk, which luckily had no papers on it, and uh, it was just like a small spill because I drank most of the coffee, and he was like, oh, no big deal, no big deal. So again, a little bit of an awkward walk to the elevator. Um, so now I find myself in a, in a sort of interesting position. I have a, a job that I really like, that doesn't really provide any benefits, but that pays me uh, what I think it needs to pay me, and where I like... Who I work with and who I work for, and I, I generally enjoy the work, but I still don't see any real future future in it. I see it's like a downwardly mobile job, and this application that I interviewed for uh, before is is completely gonna fuck it. It's completely gonna screw this entire industry. So, so I've got that, and I know that. And then I've got myself founding this new company, building this new application, working with uh, you know, coders to like, create this new thing and trying to do it in a way that it's not gonna screw people like me um, who are all over the world in this profession. And then I've got this like third job, which is generally like the type of job that I didn't think existed anymore, um, which sounds interesting, provides basically lifetime employment and good benefits and a, a pretty decent amount of pay um, and some some upward mobility as as it goes along. So I don't know, guys, but I guess what I can say to you right now is it's a very interesting time to be uh, in the workplace. And there is there are a lot of options. I mean, I've been reading this book by Andrew Yang. He's a presidential candidate uh, for 2020. And he's basically saying that automation is going to wipe out lots of jobs and we need to have a universal basic income so that people can can survive and also so that they can build things. That's one of his big things. His first book was Smart People Should Build Things, which I just finished. Great book. It talks about how the system is sort of stacked against founders and builders unless they come from a specific um, demographic, which I'm not from. And... uh so that's that's interesting. So there's all of this stuff going on. I guess that's really all I got to say, you guys. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. If this is boring for you, then I don't know what to say, but I will pass on a couple of good tidbits that I've picked up recently, and a couple of things that I think are really good. The first is, even if you're in a job that you like, send out, get your resume, cleaned up get it like where you feel good about it and send some out there and see what the response is and actually go to a couple of interviews it won't hurt I know that you're sort of wasting people's times when you go to an interview for a job that you may not want but you might end up like me finding a job that is actually something that that you may want um And also, you're probably going to learn a lot about yourself, about how your clothes fit you, about how you present yourself, and about uh, your interpersonal skills, which I'm finding to be very important. Uh, The second thing I want to pass on is, in terms of uh, these blood-sucking employers out there, there seem to be a lot of people out there that want you to do something for them for free with a potential for a future payoff. And if you're one of those people, I just want to say, fuck you. Like seriously, fuck you, man. You need to start paying people for the work that they do. And you need to stop trying to pay people with promises that may or may not come true. Because the truth is most businesses fail and your business is probably going to fail. Especially if you're the type of douchebag that is like trying to get people to work for free here is the here's the number one piece of advice that i've ever been given and i've been a business owner i've had employees and that's that if you find employees that do a good job for you and that bring value to your business pay them and make them happy and keep them and do whatever you have to do to keep them you know and make them you know, invested in your business. If you're not doing that, if you're not giving the raise when your person is asking for it, I mean, this is how I felt. I asked for the raise and it sounded like I wasn't gonna get it. And suddenly I felt like, you know what? This guy doesn't think I'm worth what I think I'm worth. And it turns out that wasn't the case. But if it had been the case, I would have found something, anything, and I would have left. And I wouldn't have brought any particular value to his business in the time that I was there. You know, I wouldn't have sabotaged his business or anything like that, but I wouldn't have put in the extra time and the extra effort and the extra smiles that I put in now. You know, that stuff just would have been gone because it's impossible to fake that stuff. When you're with a business that you appreciate, when you're an employee of a business that takes care of you, that business is a part of you. And if you're a business owner, that's how you need to be making people feel. That's exactly how you need to be making people feel. Okay, finally. So that's the second thing. The third thing is listen to that knowledge podcast. And if you have a good podcast that you listen to where you're getting uh, nice pieces of uh, information that are improving the quality of your life, please share it with me. And also, please share with me any thoughts that you have about this. I'm new to this, you guys. I've, I've podcasted before, but this is a very different world and a very different place in my life. So this is all new to me. And if I'm just rambling on and it's not interesting to you, then please tell me so that I can find something else to do with my time and with yours. Hope you're having a great day. Aloha. Hey guys, and if you want to interact with me or you have questions, anything like that, uh, or you just want more, you can find me on Twitter at Vagabond. That's the at sign, V-A-G-O-B-O-N-D, You can also find me at the Telegram group that I set up. So to go there, you would type in t.me slash vagabondshouse, all one word with no punctuation. So that's V-A-G-O-B-O-N-D-S-H-O-U-S-E. Hope to see you there. Aloha.